Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Tom, it's mm-hmm. week three of Little Women. Yeah. It's getting crazy up there in the Marsh household, um, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Did you say Marsh? March. March, yeah, that's the right. The Marches. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, what chapters you covering this week? This week, I'm covering chapters 21 through 29. Uh, did you think that maybe it was I uh, know, I gotta put you... the new schedule up. Here's my dilemma. I didn't want to put a new post and email everybody. I feel like that's spamming. <sighs> so I was just going to go back and edit the old post. I mean, it's literally that I just keep forgetting. By now, it's... people are listening to this right now, and they're thinking, what is he talking about? It's already done. It's literally <laughs> that I keep forgetting. Because <sighs> it only takes Tom. a couple of minutes. I just keep forgetting about it. I know. Well, that's... And then I remember I'm not in front of a computer. Uh... I'm rarely in front of a computer. That's the problem. You're in front of a computer all day, every day. No, most days I, I leave my phone at home and I just I use pay phones. Do you think we should just become hermits? <laughs> Uh, what, just like eschew technology and stuff? Maybe not eschew all technology, mm-hmm. but looking at a screen for all of your waking hours. Yeah, we should get the AR glasses already. Oh, God damn. <laughs> You're going to be, uh, like, if as long as Apple comes out with them, you'll you'll be in on it. When Google Glass came out, or what was it? Yeah, Google Glass. You were like, this is so stupid. This is so dumb. And then you were like, did you hear Apple's? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But do you remember AI? I had those snap spectacles for oh, a Oh, you got those? Yeah. Remember I had them in South by Southwest. I wasn't there with you. Yeah, you were. <laughs> we did a show together. Really? <laughs> yeah, Tim. No, no, no. I remember we, we did the <laughs> Jesus show. Jesus Christ. But you got the, the snap yeah, glasses? Yeah, I returned then? them before they, like I, I, bought them and i brought them to south by southwest and i was like these are hideously embarrassing wait while we were dying on stage yeah in front of uh, a hostile audience <laughs> no they were a very nice audience you had they should have been snapchat glasses and that that would have provided provided such a fruitful avenue i think we did talk about it did you bring them i never saw them yeah i showed them to you I don't think you did. Yeah. Well, I returned them, so. It also didn't help that before that show. <laughs> we we ate a gigantic Texas breakfast. Yeah, and I thought I was dying. Yeah. I thought my heart was skipping. Meanwhile, we were just dying on stage. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when uh, you book a friend, <laughs> uh, and we're like, ah, he'll carry the whole show. <laughs> yeah. And then he was just like, so what do you guys want me to do? And we were just like, eh, just be yourself. And he was just like. Oh, I'm not going to like do your whole show for you. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, yeah. water under the hey, bridge. Hey, thanks for going to that show uh, three years ago. Eight of you. Yeah. Uh, Tim, do you remember what happened previously on Little Women? There's these four March girls. Mm-hmm. What are their names? Joe. Yep. Beth. Mm-hmm. Amy. Mm-hmm. Claude. Meg. <laughs> You keep forgetting Meg, and she's the prettiest. I know. I actually remembered Meg that time. Yeah. I wish she didn't say Meg. I was going to be like, just kidding, it's Meg. Uh, and Short then, for Margaret. Then there's this other boy. Uh, there's this boy. 
uh, Lori, mm-hmm. uh, Hugh Lori of of, of uh, TV's House He's MD, Theodore Lori, Teddy, Teddy Lori, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got a pervert uh, grandpa. He's not a pervert. He's just a nice. He bought old a, man. a little girl a piano for yeah, no reason. Yeah, that's just a nice thing to do. If you bought a little girl a piano, Tom. Uh huh. I don't think he bought it. I think it was his piano, and he gave it to her because he wasn't using it. Okay. Um, but he also has a, what was it, a tutor? Yeah, Mr. Brook. Mr. Brook, who was German doing some- German tutor. He's teaching Lori German. Yeah, he was doing some glove shenanigans with Meg. Mm-hmm. Meg left her gloves over at Lori's house, and this friggin' tutor had nothing to do with it, and he inserted himself into the situation where he's like, you can have one glove back, but yeah, I will- he sent a letter. Yeah, but I will keep the other one. Yeah, there's more to that, which we'll learn- this yeah, week. let's find out where the glove. Hey, find out where the glove is hidden, and then uh, anyway, uh, then one of them almost died. <laughs> I remember one time, so I had a neighbor that would do a uh, Easter egg hunt every year mm-hmm. on uh, on Easter. Yeah, it's just the right time. Yeah, and it was fun because uh, it was all Easter eggs that were you know they were just those plastic Easter eggs. Yeah, was there candy inside? There was change inside. Mm. But the thing was, every year there was a golden egg that had a $20 bill inside of it. And this was like a nice egg. You weren't allowed to keep that egg. You had to give that egg back, but the money was yours to keep. And one year, and that was always, of course, that's a deal that I would take. That's always the hardest egg to find. Uh, But one year the egg was in his pants. What? Yeah, it was in his pocket. Who was this guy? The neighbor. Did he have kids? No. Really? I mean, he did, but they were grown. Huh. Who found the egg? I did. <laughs> Look, I'm not... By accident? <laughs> no, not by fucking accident. <laughs> oh, bonus. There's an egg here. <laughs> I had found it three days earlier. <laughs> but I got to keep the 20 bucks. Yikes. Keep the 20 bucks and keep quiet, Reynolds. Is that what he said as you were leaving? <laughs> no. Cripes. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody's parents were like, because it was like all the neighborhood kids were like, yeah. hey. We're, I mean, maybe they did and you know, nobody else. Other years, he wasn't where a, he was the a egg? Pervy, pervy guy. Where was the egg hidden? Um, In like unexpected places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, I can't remember. I only remember that one. Okay. But I think other years they were in places that like maybe you couldn't reach. So you'd have to just like find it and be like, it's up there. And then somebody else would get it. Um, Did you ever try to do some recon? Find out when this. Oh, absolutely. The night before I'd try and like yeah. stay out late. And then like when I was probably like too old to be doing this anymore. Yeah. So I was allowed to like be outside after dark playing in the neighborhood. Be like, oh, let's see uh, where he's hiding those eggs. And then sometimes early in the morning of the egg hunt, I would go outside and like kind of scope out the yard and be like, oh, I already see some. Because, mm. you know, they're brightly colored, pastel yeah. colored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's Easter for you. One of the girls uh, almost caught her death. She almost died. Yeah. Uh, but then she lived. <laughs> right. 
that was Beth. Right. The homely one. No, they're all pretty girls. Meg is the prettiest, though, and Joe is the not prettiest. <laughs> but I don't think Joe's homely at all. I think it's I don't more know. just... I don't even really know what homely means. Ugly. Yeah. But I don't think she's even ugly. I think it's just that Joe is the one that's least concerned about her appearance. Mm-hmm. So that's what everybody thinks of her. I'm sure she's very pretty. Sure. That's, I'm sure. Um Anyway, it, that shouldn't be the the only uh, thing we say about these little women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't you say something else? One of them is um, she plays the piano. Mm-hmm. One, I don't know anything about the. You've been explaining these 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 girls for, for two weeks now. Yeah, I don't feel like I know anything about them, and I don't know if that's a failure on Louisa May Alcott's part or more or likely the girls part yours <laughs> but they don't have distinct enough personalities um and then what else of note happened oh was there a bit of a cliffhanger last week um no wait it mm, ended with one of them almost dying right then but then she dying. was fine and the mom went away because not the fine dad but was she was recovering also. yeah and then mm. the mom came back Okay. And and uh, Beth was starting to recover. So, and they thought Beth was dead. Joe was like, "Oh, Beth's dead." Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> like, no, her fever broke. Relax. Yeah. She's like, "What?" And she's already shoveling a grave for. Her. <laughs> uh, chapter twenty-one. Um, so Joe, some of these chapters stink. By the way, <laughs> I've noticed. It, uh, some are good, and and the the lengths vary greatly in some cases. Okay. Uh, chapter one, like not a so lot. Is this just slice of life? Is this all this book is? That's what I told you. It's kind of like a season of a sitcom or a dramedy. That's nice, but there's but what's the overarching plot? You're watching these little women become big women. Okay. Chapter twenty one, uh, Lori is like, hey, Joe, what's going on? And Joe's like, oh, nothing. Lori's like, Joe's got a secret. I'm going to get this secret out of her. And the secret is just that, you know, the the will they, won't they going on between Mr. Brooke and Meg. Hmm. How old is Mr. Brooke? I don't think he's that old. I think he's like too old to be with Meg Mm because Meg, I think, is 17. I'm getting, I guess, Mr. Brooke is like 24, 25. Okay. Um, back then it was right back hellish. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to dis, uh, just a horrific time for for young women. <laughs> um, so uh, so Joe tells you know eventually gets it. Lori gets it. He's like, ah, oh, there's this will there won't they thing. And then Meg gets a letter from Mr. Brooke that is like, look, I love you. Uh, I want to be with you. All this stuff. We should get married. And she's like, oh, yay, <laughs> this guy like, A, I'm not that into him. Mm-hmm. B, my pop said I'm too young to get married. I'm 17. Yeah. Even back then it was too young. See, like all my sisters, they don't want me to get married. They want to, you know, just keep hanging out, having adventures yeah. together. Yeah, um, going into the woods and dressing up in prom dresses or right. whatever they were doing. Um, 
So she sends him a letter back saying like, look, man, thanks, but no thanks. Um, uh, you know, I'm too- I like this. This chapter is pretty good. Yeah. So, but then get this. There's a twist. Then she gets a letter back from Mr. Brooks saying, I don't know what you're talking about. I never sent you a letter saying I'm in love with you. Oh, uh, dip. Lori did it. That really? little fucking scoundrel. And guess what else? <laughs> he was behind the gloves. Yes. He was orchestrating this shit the whole time. A Clooney style prank. Yeah. Oh, uh. but by, by this point, uh, Meg, <laughs> Meg has fucking had it. Oh man, that's that's so embarrassing for for Meg. Yeah, that was a good prank, Lori. Well, yeah, I guess, but it was like kind of too much, you know. <laughs> he took it too far, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he got her all worked up and all upset about this. She embarrassed, and yeah. then like uh, this uh. This tutor was framed for pedophilia. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote a letter back saying like, what? No, you're a child. I want to marry you. Who said that? What's happening? (laughs) Please don't tell anybody. I I told you I was in love with you. Yeah. Um, So, uh, you know, they're mad at at, uh, Lori, of course. Yeah. After all this comes out. Who could stay mad at that boy? (laughs) So then, like, Lori goes home in, like, a huff, and, like, his grandpa, Mr. Lawrence, is like, ah, what are you doing? Get my beans or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, ah, fuck you, grandpa. And then they have it out because Lori's in a bad mood. Lori's in a bad mood because he executed a great prank. Yeah, and everybody got mad at him. So then Joe explains to the grandpa, like, oh, you know why he's in such a sour mood? Here's this this (laughs) shit he was doing. And then the grandpa's like, you got to be out of your mind, kid. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he writes a letter apologizing uh, to the March family on Lori's behalf. I mean, I think this tutor is owned. You you heard how, you heard what I thought of this tutor. Yeah, this tutor's owned uh, owed a uh, uh, an apology. Yeah, nobody apologized to the tutor. And yeah. actually, yeah, as far as I'm aware, the tutor hasn't even gotten a. Uh, an explanation yeah, as to what like happened Yeah, like he got here. that letter saying, uh, yeah, I'm not going to marry you. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then never heard anything else about it. Uh, I think. Again, I think I'm missing a lot when I'm reading this. <laughs> good, uh, <laughs> good note. <laughs> chapter 22. I'm just being honest. <laughs> chapter 22 is the Christmas episode. Christmas happens. Nice. What do they get? Like an orange as a gift? I don't know. They, I think they go into the. I was gonna say I don't think they describe the gifts, but I think they do just in such elaborate detail that my brain didn't process it. I just glossed <laughs> you're not over good it. at reading this book, Tom. No, not at all. All right, you act like somebody forced you to read this. book. <laughs> they did. Who? The patrons. No, you chose it. If everybody canceled their subscription tomorrow, I'd stop reading it. <laughs> Um, it's Christmas time, uh, and Lori pokes his head in, and he's like, "Ooh, guess what? I got a big surprise." <laughs> Were they all like, "Fuck you, Lori, get <laughs> out of here"? Well, but it's another example of like Lori having like a big surprise, and it's like this has nothing to do with you, man. You didn't do this. Mister March is home. 
Oh, yeah, but Lori, dad, what are you... But, like, he just, like, runs ahead of Mr. Marsh because Mr. Marsh is, like, walking with a cane or whatever yeah, now. because he was very, very sick. Yeah, he, they thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. But, he, you know, Lori's like, ooh, I got a surprise. It's like, Lori, you had nothing to do with this. This The family's reuniting. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, this marks twice uh, within the March family uh, that uh, a member almost died. Mm-hmm. Perhaps should have died. Yeah. And didn't. Is there something more to this March family? Oh, are they vampires, you're saying? I don't know. Yeah, it's like they were dying until somebody gave them blood to drink. Hmm? Hmm. Makes you think. Sure is a possibility. Uh, chapter 23. <laughs> That's it, the dad comes home. And yeah, the like, dad, oh, they go nuts. They yeah. go wild. I mean, that of, of course. The dumb Irish maid. Hey, Tom. <laughs> they, their words, not mine. Uh, drops the turkey because she gets so excited and then oh, she's sobbing over the turkey. dad was probably like, ah, oh, fuck. I That's really all I that. wanted was a goddamn yeah. turkey. I've been eating jello at the hospital. And back then the jello was just horse hooves. Yeah, they didn't even flavor it with sugar <laughs> or anything. Uh, chapter 23. Uh, Mr. Brooke, despite Lori's letters, is like, oh, I really want to tell Meg how I feel. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Ah, shit, he is a pervert. So he's been in love with her, but he wasn't, he's been playing it cool. Yeah. Um, And apparently Meg, for like a while now, anytime somebody's like, oh, did you see, uh, you know, Mr. Brooks tripped on the way to Lori's house or something? She like blushes and is like, oh, Mr. Brooks, I wouldn't know anything about that. Wait, so now she likes him? Not necessarily, but she's like very. Uh, Lori fucked up, man, because that 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 kind of thing, yeah. victimizing both of them is only going to bring them closer <laughs> together. I think that's what he wanted, though. Oh, really? Lori's a weird guy. I can't tell if he's what's Lori's got the game hots for all of them, some of them, one of them. If he's just like, no, I'm like a brother. I'm a a prankster brother. Mm. I think that's kind of what it's at now, though. Like, he's not looking at any of them with anything sexual in mind. Okay. Um, Take your word for it. So, Mr. Brooke wants to tell Meg how he feels, and he does. He works up the nerve, but she rejects him. She gives him the same type of rejection about, like, look out. I barely know you. I don't think she really says that. She leans heavily on the, my dad said no. Yeah. My dad said I can't get married. Aunt March, you remember Mr. Aunt- Brooke murders the dad. <laughs> no, you remember? Uh, uh, no, Mr. Brooke was taking care of the dad. Remember, the dad wants Mr. Brooke to marry Lori uh, to marry uh, Meg. Meg in the worst way. Yeah. He's been hinting at it, yeah. but he's basically like, yeah, but not now. Like, start dating or whatever, guys, because <clears throat> uh, he loves Mr. Brooke. Mr. Brooke sat by him while he was sick, even though right. he was just a stranger, right. just because he wanted to bone his daughter so bad. Mm-hmm. Aunt March. Remember Aunt March? That's the one... Uh, Let's say yes. That's the one Amy was sent to go live with. Oh, right. Okay. And she was like an old spinster and like real mean. So Amy came back? Well, Amy came back after Beth got better, and it was like, all right, Amy's not also going to get scarlet uh, yeah, fever. Yeah, okay. Uh, Aunt March overhears this conversation between Meg and uh, Mr. Brooke. 
And she's like, oh, thank God you're not going to marry that guy because that guy's poor. Don't marry a poor guy, Meg. Uh, you got to marry a rich guy so he can take care of you. That's that's what's most important. And she's like, what? I don't think that's what's most important. She's like, nah, that's what's most important. Take it from me. And Meg is basically like, take it from you. You're an old you know, uh, spinster. And, and you're miserable and you make everybody real mad. <sighs> Fighting words. Yeah. So, like, they have it out, the two of them. But then get this. Then... Uh, total reverse psychology works where Meg's like you're telling me I can't marry Mr. Brooke I am going to marry Mr. Mm. Brooke like you're telling me I can't be with him maybe yeah. I will be with him I saw that part in the, the trailer for the new, oh, movie, really? new film you know who plays the, the aunt who uh, Helena Bonham Carter no the most celebrated actress of our time Um. Hmm. The most celebrated actress of our time. I don't know who it is. Star of Mamma Mia. Oh, Susan's not Susan Sarandon. Fucking oh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, Meryl yeah, Streep. Yeah, yeah. Huh? And she goes. Uh, oh, that's a great. That's great casting. She says, uh, "You need to marry well, or something." And then uh, the the little woman says. <laughs> Uh, but you're not married, and she went. Well, that's because I'm rich. Yeah, and yeah. She, she says, says, "But some, I'm rich." Oh, yeah. see, she says something along those yeah. lines here. Yeah. I know uh, I'm spoiling the the final episode of this. You know, somebody's saying I shouldn't watch the new Little Women. I should watch the old Little Women. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, watch the new Little I'll Women. See Lady Bird. I'll go see the new Little Women with you. Yeah, we'll have a good cry. <laughs> um. So she's like, I'm going to marry him. Not now. I'm still a little girl. I'm still a little woman. I'm not yet a little woman. Not not a girl, not yet a little woman. Right now, Meg is a big girl, not a little woman. Well, no. The book's called Little Women. She's a little woman. No, she's a big girl. No, she's the biggest of the little women. They haven't made the transformation yet. I think they're becoming little women. Well, why didn't they call the book that? <laughs> Becoming Little Women? Um, I don't know. But she's like, I'm going to marry him in a few years once I'm big. Okay. Chapter 24, and this is marked as part two this of the book. This is marked as explicit. I didn't know that there were parts of the book, but well, this is part two. You would know if you were actually reading the book. And I am reading the book. I'm listening and reading, depending on the chapters. Chapter 23 also ends with like another uh, like fourth wall break of like, what will happen to these little women? I guess we'll find out soon. Find out in part two of yeah. Little Women. And then so part two, chapter 24, guess what? Three year time jump. Holy shit. Yeah, I thought they only did that with new television shows, but they do it in books sometimes. <laughs> um, so I feel th- like it happens more often in books. Probably. So in that three years, uh, Mr. Brooke went to war. He got injured and sent home. Okay. And like, they don't say how he got injured, but it was apparently like a very minor injury, but enough of an injury that turned his ankle. Yeah. It's like heel spurs or something. And he got, you know, like, oh, you're discharged. You can go back. Uh, Joe is writing stories 
for one dollar uh, a story for a column in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Lori goes to college to get more knowledge. Uh, do the little and they go to Jupiter to get more. <laughs> no, but Lori's got like all these college friends, like all these horny college friends that are like, hey, hey, your friend Amy, uh, is she single? They all want to get with her. Uh, hey, hey, Tom, you know our motto around here. Boys will be boys. <laughs> right. And then Lori uh, and Joe get into like a fight because uh, so Meg is going to get married to Mr. Brooke. And Lori's like, well, Joe, you're going to be the next one getting married. And she's like, like hell I will. And then she rode off on her motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> chapter 25. They have Eat the- my dust, Lori. <laughs> chapter 25. They have the wedding. At uh, at so they built Meg and Mr. Brooke a house. Mr. March, Mr. March did. He's fine now. Wow, he's back to ministering. Nobody wants to build me a house. <laughs> it's a very tiny house. They say that the yard is it an actual tiny house? I think it kind of is. They said is it the, on wheels though. The yard is the size of oh, what was it? It was something small. A handkerchief. Well, that can't be true. It could be true. It could be a handkerchief-sized house or yard. Uh, so he built them the house, and they're going to have the wedding at the house. It's going to be a nice, simple wedding. Um, here's like a, a weird thing that happens. Uh, Lori, like, you know, it's a nice, simple wedding, a summer wedding. Everybody's wearing summer dresses. Nobody's like too dressed up. It's chill. Um and uh, Lori, like, brings some wine. I think he maybe, like, brought wine the night before. And then the next day, he's like, uh, hey, where's all that uh, wine I brought? And they're like, oh, we gave it away to charity. Wine should only be used for people who have illnesses. What? <laughs> they're like, we saved. Olden times were crazy. They're like, we saved a bottle for if either of us fall ill. But otherwise, we gave it to Chatter. All these people are always almost dying. <laughs> it's like, what? If you're ill, no, you shouldn't be drinking wine. That's not going to make you, it's going to make you feel better, sure, yeah. but it's not going to cure anything. Um, and then, in the, in possibly the most fucked up part of the book, uh, Meg is like, Lori, I don't want you to drink. Promise me you'll never drink again. Meg says this? Yeah. Screw you, Meg. And Lori, Lori, like a dummy, is like, all right, I promise. And they explain in the book, like, Lori's, you know, character is such that he, if he makes a promise, it's a promise. Yeah. He's a man of his word. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, Lori, the, his, his, just like his namesake, House MD. His, his, Thank you for bringing a bunch of wine to try and make this this wedding not suck is being forced to promise he'll never drink again. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it's like a, he came for a party and he got an intervention. Yeah. Uh, chapter 26, uh, this is like a standalone episode. So this, epi- this chapter is very much a steamed hams uh, uh, situation it's happening. Like a, the, the absurdest vignette. Yeah. So Amy has been taking. Uh, uh, Amy is cozied up with Aunt March, and Aunt March, as a result, has been like Amy. I'll. But doesn't she suck? She does suck. 
but Aunt March as a way to get. So Aunt March, I think, has yeah. Aunt March has told Meg like, I'm gonna write your ass out of the will for marrying mm. a poor guy. Oh, that's where it comes from because she's like, I'm gonna write you out of the will, and she's like, I'd rather be married and happy than rich and like you. Ooh. Yeah. So May is no longer. I didn't say anything while you were readjusting in your chair. Sorry. No, that's okay. I just feel like there was dead. It was air. a no. It was a very quick readjust. I mean, now there's been more said about it than even necessary. Yeah. Do you need to readjust now? And no, I, I think I'm good for okay. maybe the and until the end of this episode. Okay. Thank you, though. If I have to readjust again, I'll give you a sign. Yeah. Touch your nose. <laughs> I have to make it discreet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, because Meg's fallen out of favor, now Amy is slipped in like, ooh, I can saddle up with Aunt March, maybe get some of this will money. But even before the will money, she's not actually doing it for that reason. The reason is Aunt March is hired. Will money, just call it inheritance. <laughs> Aunt March has hired for Amy. We all know Amy's the artist. Mm-hmm. Amy's the one who of likes course. drawing. A for Amy and A for artist. That's how we can remember it moving forward. Yes. Uh, Aunt March- I'm going to remember something about these girls <laughs> by the next episode. Aunt March has uh, uh, hired one of the best drawing tutors around to to instruct Amy in her art. And Amy- Claude Monet? <laughs> no. Uh, I think the name is dropped, but I don't think it's like a, a fan. Maybe mm. it is, but I don't think it yeah. is. I think it's just a Pablo fan. Picasso. No, he was not yet born by then. Mm. I don't think. No, he wasn't. Um. So Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, <laughs> not yet born. So uh, Amy is taking art classes, and she literally thinks these classes are worth putting up with. Aunt March, like mm. I would deal with much worse because these classes are so good. What's she drawn? Everything. Horses, she's, probably. She's working in all different kinds. Yeah, of... Yeah, she's drawn horses. Well, she drew a portrait of the uh, everybody in the family, and they put them up because they're so nice. Hmm. I think she does a lot of portrait work. Nice. Um, and she's work. She's like playing around with different materials because, like, she's she's using like burnt something at one point, and and the family's like, "Hey, come on, stop burning shit in here." <laughs> um, but uh, uh, she is now going to like art school, and you know, drawn with all these girls, and she's like, she dye her hair black." No, <laughs> but she's like, "I want to have all these girls over for a lunch. I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna rent an omnibus to take them here," which. I didn't know an omnibus was like an actual thing at one point. Mm. And I don't know what it is. I guess like a horse-drawn bus. Okay. Um, that sounds cool. And her mom's like... A party bus? Yeah. Her mom's like, we can't, you know, we're this is too small of a house and we're not rich enough to like... Mm-hmm. Because all the girls at the art school are very rich. Right. Amy's out of place. They're poor. Uh, so she plans this like elaborate party for like, I don't know, like a dozen girls and they like, they pull out all the stops. Amy spends like way more money than she thought she would. And then, uh, the day it happens, it rains. So they have to reschedule for the next day. Amy has to go into town because 
the meal got screwed up. I think Hannah was like, oh, I went to buy a lobster. And they were like, we're all out of lobster. And she's like, oh. they're going to feed these girls lobster, these art school girls. Well, so get this. She's Amy's like, no, our bullshit. I'll find a lobster. She marches into town, gets a lobster, gets some other stuff. They're going to have lobster salad. Um, and then she's on a different bus coming home. And like one of uh, uh, Lori's horny college friends is on the bus. And he's like, oh, hey there. Hey there, Amy. Uh, what's shaking, bacon? And they're talking. This guy sounds cool. Some old lady accidentally kicks over her bag. And the lobster spills out. Get this. Horrifically embarrassed because this is when lobsters were poor people food. Because uh, I'm reading this and I'm like, what? I don't get not it. Not fit for one of them Irish children. <laughs> right. And Because I'm like, why is she so embarrassed? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have lobster every night. Uh, so sue me. Uh, well, that's the correct assessment of lobster, by the way. It's shit food. Yeah, I mean they are like bottom feeders. Yeah, and, yeah, they're bugs. They're, yeah, they they kind of just look like cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. It is a weird thing that it became like a luxurious. Yeah, food. I mean they are good. Yeah, I haven't you had gotta, one like, in a long put time. A whole bunch of butter. It's on too it. much work. Oh. Yeah, I don't like all the work involved. Um. So, uh, the bus finally pulls yeah, I up. I like a lobster roll. <laughs> Who doesn't like a lobster? <laughs> but that's just roll? mayonnaise. He has like mayonnaise. Yeah, that's true. The bus finally pulls up. One girl showed up. Oh, no. Yeah. But guess what? They're like, we're going to do our damnedest to make this a nice party for this one girl. Aw, it was... Uh... Artist Amy. It was Amy yeah. uh, <laughs> upset. Artist Amy. <laughs> Amy was upset, but she powered through. And then like the rest of the family afterwards were like, look, that's out of your control who showed up. You did everything you could within yeah. your control and to make this a nice party. And those girls just don't like you. Yeah, and those girls just don't like you. Yeah, because you're poor. No, I think it was like, you know, the, the scheduling got screwed up. Yeah. And it was a big ask, maybe. They, they were afraid everything would still be wet when they got there. Right. it rained. But that's why I said it was like a steamed ham situation. Yeah. Uh, so that was that episode. Uh, <laughs> Dumb. What? <laughs> Chapter 27. Uh, Joe goes to a lecture about pyramids because that was, you know, a thing to do back then when everything was real boring. Uh, and she's now we're reading about it, <laughs> fucking talking about it. Yeah, now there's entertainment's limitless, <laughs> and some people are choosing to listen to this. <laughs> they could be going to a lecture about pyramids. Um, uh, and she like is kind of reading the guy next to her's uh, newspaper. Uh huh. And he's like, oh, you like this? Here, you can read it. It's a great story. It's a very sensationalist story. And she reads the story, and she's like, I can write a story like this. And then by happenstance, she sees there's an ad in the paper saying, we'll pay, we're having a story contest. We'll pay $100 for the best story. So she writes like a very sensationalist story, something that she kind of sees beneath her. Yeah. But guess what? She wins 100 bucks. Guess what $100 would buy back then? A hundred dollars yeah. could buy virtually anything. A BMW. She they didn't have those then. She sends Marmy and Beth to the beach to the oceanside for a month. Wow, a hundred bucks for Beth for Beth's health that the Holy beach will shit. make her feel better. 
These people got nothing to do all the time, huh? It's just like, I'm going to go to the beach for a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Beth, even though Beth recovered. If I was rich, I wouldn't bother anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just do nice, relaxing things all the time. You never, you never have to worry about me lobbying the government. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Reason to give Tim your money. He'll just go relax with it. Uh, Beth, uh, I don't think I've mentioned, even though she recovered, she didn't die. She's like one of those like kind of always sickly people. Oh yeah. Like she never fully recovered. There's always one. Yeah. Uh, so like, that's why in every group of sisters I've ever met, there's always the sickly one. So that's why she's like, I'll send her to the beach. Uh, Beth B bones. Yeah. Probably see her. She is very skinny. They say. Yeah. Because she's so sick all the time. Yeah. Not all the time, just that one time. But she never really recovered, and I right. bet she's one of those people you can see her bones through. I her think skin. you can. They said that yeah. she's like very pale and yeah. bony. Okay, Beth Bones, uh, Amy Artist, <laughs> uh, Meg, Meg, Meg married. Meg married. Did she get married? Yeah. Did they? Okay, okay. And Joe works on jalopies. Yeah, I mean, Joe's just cool because we know she's from the Facts of Life. <laughs> right. That's the one crossover. Have we figured out yet if the Facts of Life is just little women? I don't know. I don't know enough about the Facts of Life. Maybe instead of yeah, seeing sure the movie, um, I'll go, uh, I'll binge <laughs> all of the Facts of Life and different strokes. Right. Um, and Webster, because Webster's just a good show. And it was a ripoff of different strokes. So uh, uh, now Joe's writing stories at like a fairly consistent clip and like getting money for him. She decides to write a novel. Biting off a little too much. Well. Wait, who's Joe? Yeah. Joe is a journalist. Right. (laughs) But not really. She's a writer. She writes fiction. Yeah. Some of it, I feel like, is ripped from the headlines, but it's still fiction. Um, She writes a novel. It gets into this long thing that I feel like is uh, uh, Louisa Alcott's just, like, thoughts about the publishing industry. Uh, I hate when things like that happen. We're just, like, very transparent about, like, the edit she has to make and how, like, that's just going to make the story worse and... And sometimes you need Old very... Man Johnson and his stupid uh, mustache down at the publishing house. Yeah, to... and somehow you you need flowery descriptions of things, and without them, the story isn't as good. Blah blah blah. Uh, she gets paid three hundred bucks for the novel. It comes out to mixed reviews. Um, hey, the fact that it's getting reviewed at all. No, and apparent and like the it's getting mixed reviews, but the positive reviews are like very positive. So she, I, she's doing something right. Mm-hmm. Chapter twenty eight. Meg tries to make jelly. That's this episode. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> this is my favorite episode yet. <laughs> she tries to make jelly, uh, and like uh, she gets uh, like her husband gets all the things for her to make jelly, which includes like no, she has currants already. But she's like, he gets, oh, he gets a bunch of uh, small containers for her, nice. a bunch of sugar, and then a boy to pick the the, the berries. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, do they just own this boy now? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's not a slave. They don't say, and he bought her a slave. Well, it's you just said like they a, own a boy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an Irish boy. Okay. Probably. Like, now, I don't think they even trusted Irish boys enough to They'll eat them. all the berries. Yeah. Um, so she's going to make jelly. She's very excited because she wants to be like a homemaker. Yeah. And there's like a, a homemakery thing to do. They have a big closet that they can put all their jellies in. Right. Jelly's good, Tom. Uh, d- hey, you're telling me I like jelly. I've only recently started eating jelly on bagels. Mm. I don't know what I was missing. Just jelly? No. Um. Sometimes Will you put, uh, I was cream in- cheese and jelly. Yeah, I, that but, just uh, seems too decadent. Yeah, right? but I was in like a tight spot once recently where I had a bagel but nothing to put on it but jelly, and I was like, "Well, let's see what happens." And I did it, and I loved it. What t- what type of bagel? Uh, I think it was just a plain bagel. Okay. Yeah, I feel like an everything bagel with jelly might be a little. I don't know. It was at the diner. That's what it was. I got huh. like a bagel on the side, and I think they didn't give me enough peanut butter or not peanut butter cream cheese so it's like let me put some jelly on because they'll mm. give you all the jelly you want at the diner yeah it's right there on the table yeah you sense. don't even have to ask uh, a man or you woman didn't want to talk to the the, the wait staff right <laughs> oh i asked for more jelly looking like a jelly glutton i was at a restaurant the other day Ooh, and this waitress kept coming over at the most inopportune times. No, that's what they always do. I, when you got a mouthful of things. No. Uh, when, you were in a big fight with your wife. No, we were. <laughs> I was out with my wife and my parents. Uh-huh. And like right at like the punchline of a <laughs> like a four minute long story. Yeah. She'll just come in and be like, more wine, anybody? And it's like, no, we all have full wine glasses. And she'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you please speak up? She was screaming and asking that we would all scream too. Yeah. And you're like, I'm trying to just get to wreck them. Damn near killed them. <laughs> exactly. It would have killed. <laughs> um, uh, she can't get the jelly to solidify. She's having a real nah, hard time. It's not that hard to make jelly. Have you ever made jelly? No, but I assume it's not that hard. I reading this, I was like, I should look into making jelly. Uh, uh, they get into <laughs> Tom, this. I would bet all the money I have right now, and that I will earn for the next ten years, that you will never, you will die without having made jelly. Tim, look, if you're going <laughs> to offer me ten years of salary, I'll make jelly. No, I wouldn't give it to week. you. I'd give it a charity. Oh, then forget it, um, John. It's been made clear, they they get into this big, long explanation, that Meg has told John, you can bring a guest home for dinner anytime. No, I'm sorry. This is the steamed ham situation. <laughs> because she's like, you can bring a guest home anytime. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of wife I want to be. Well, he brings a guest home as she's making the jellies. And she, like, is, you know blows a gasket of like what you brought somebody here as i'm so frustrated with making jelly and and i don't have anything in the house to cook how could you why didn't you send word which i don't know what that really means because i guess it was like send a boy send here a boy. with a note yeah, that's what they mean yeah um and they have like a a, a fight over it. it's their first fight she kills him. <laughs> she stabs him right in the heart. No, but then a little bit later, like they kind of make up after that. Um, 
But uh, she buys. She's twenty. Yeah. Okay. She buys silk. She buys the silk because it's a good price. It's only fifty dollars, which is a tremendous amount of money considering a hundred dollars pays so for a month at the a beach. month for two at the beach. Yeah. Fifty dollars for and just not a dress. It's just uh, twenty five yards of silk. Um, twenty five yards is a lot. Yeah, but I don't. Is it? Because I don't know how wide it is. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was also as wide as a football right. field. <laughs> a football field is in 25 no, yards. No, but you know, long. whenever I think of oh, yards, yeah. I think of in terms of how right. much of a so football like, wow, field. A quarter of a, a football of field of <laughs> silk. That's a lot of silk. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And her husband's going over the books, and she's like, ew, I spent $50. And he's like, well, you need a nice dress. You know, with all the the costs of having somebody tailor it into a dress and everything, that's not that's fine, I guess. And she's like, "Oh, I didn't. No, I, that's just the raw silk. I still gotta go." And then he's like, "We the word t- money's tight, you knucklehead." He, now he's like very nice about it. Mm. Well, so that's the thing. He's very nice about it, and she gets upset, and she's like, you know, I did it because Sally told me I should have it, and sometimes it's just really hard being poor, and that is just like, boo, a real punch to the gut to John. Yeah. Well, they are. She, they well, but, lobsters, for Christ's sake. But he doesn't, like, lash out or anything. He's just kind of hurt by that. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, why'd I say that? I didn't mean that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. A lot of apologizing. And then she uh, uh, sells the silk to Sally, which is a tongue twister. She, uh, did she do that at the seashore? <laughs> um. She sells the silk to Sally at the seashore. No, that's where uh, Beth and her mom are. She sells the silk to Sally and buys John a coat. Yeah, nice. And all is all is well. He's like, well, <laughs> thank you. Uh, you're forgiven now that I have a thing and you don't have it. Well, so that was part of it. He needed a new coat, and he was like, well, I, we don't have money for me to get. I was going to buy a new coat because I desperately need it, but now we don't have money, and it's fine. Because you bought silk for no reason. <laughs> right, just 25 yards <laughs> of silk. Chapter 29 uh, is an Amy and Joe. He bought enough silk that we could wrap up the Statue of Liberty (laughs) with it for some reason. Uh, Chapter 29 is an Amy and Joe bottle episode (laughs) where uh, Amy and Joe uh, have six calls to make. Mm. But they don't have telephones back then, remember? Yeah, they should have sent a message. So these are house calls. They have to go around and make house calls. They're... Doctors? No, it's just you have to go in and visit uh, okay. with people, which seems like a nightmare because they're coming over presumably unannounced because there's no phones. Yeah. It's nice. It's the <sighs> pop-in. Jerry Seinfeld has, uh, has a whole routine about it, Tom. But they- You'll love it. Joe is not into it. Joe's like, I don't want six. Where are you out of your mind? Um and then the first one, Amy's like, Joe, you're not talking enough. So then the second one, Joe's like uh, like doing an impression of somebody that they know and like just talking a lot, and that embarrasses Amy. Um, and then Amy tells Joe that poor women, poor women should be pleasant because they have nothing else to offer. Hmm. 
And that's basically how she's telling Joe, like, stop being an asshole. We got to be nice because that's all we got. We got to be nice, you poor idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Joe says she'll be crotchety her whole life. Nice. And then they go. Joe's cool. Yeah. And then they go to Aunt March's and Aunt Carol's there. But I don't know. Nothing really happens. <laughs> Who's Aunt Carol? Aunt Carol's just another aunt. I think she got mentioned once before. Yeah. Just another random aunt. Hmm. And then that's it. That's all that happened up to chapter 29. Nice. Next week. 20, channel 29 was MTV when we were kids. That's true. Nice. <laughs> uh, chap, uh, next week will be chapters 30 through 38. Don't tell me. Tell the I'm telling Patreon. the listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, not, Tim, I've been recording this whole time. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, this, was, this was remarkably like the prep work we do most weeks. <laughs> right. Before this we week record. I thought it's kind of ridiculous that I go through everything before we even record the yeah. episode. We should just record. Yeah. Well, this won't go out. We'll dump this, but um, it was a nice... No, I think we should just put this one out. Okay, and we'll just do the prep. Look, after the tape's the fact, a lot of if that money. That makes sense, Tam. I spent I spent twenty five dollars on this tape to record this. <laughs> wow, and that's why you can't get a new. How many coat. yards was it? Twenty five yards of tape. I'm bummed that we can't watch the Cosby Show anymore. <laughs> right? I'm, no, I'm not. Why? Because I I wouldn't be able to enjoy it watching. No, such a bad that's what guy. I mean. No, that's what I mean. Not that like I think we should. Oh, uh, uh, you're mad. No, you're, and forget. you're mad that they don't put it on TV anymore. No, it is on TV. Is it? Yeah, it's on some. You know those weird channels that oh, we were yeah. talking about that you could get over the air. Yeah, did we talk about that on the show? No. Yeah, we talked I got about a new room. TV and I hooked up an antenna. And it did like a, and maybe my old TV would have done this if I just like scanned for channels again for the first time in 10 years. But like I scanned for channels and there are all these new, cause I don't have cable, I have all these, you know, other services, uh, streaming services, but occasionally I'll watch things with an antenna and yeah, it's, did the search for channels. There's like a million weird over-the-air channels nowadays that show like old reruns and stuff, like good stuff, like not bad things at all. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, and, and it's like channel always, four point three. Yeah, one of them's always showing the Cosby Show, and it's a shame because um, a lot of good people worked on that show. For um, one very but, bad person. Well, and who happened to be the main like the main guy. <laughs> right, and the creator of the show. Yeah. Um, but like there's some there's some good classic episodes there, and it sucks that he's a monster and we had to you know, that was a big part of my childhood. Just yeah. a bummer. Do you think they should reshoot them with a different person? Nope. No. Should they CGI him into a different person? Christopher Plummer, perhaps. Yes. No, it's a, you know it's a bummer, right? Yeah. The Gordon Gatrell episode. That's yeah. uh. I didn't watch the Cosby. My dad, as a kid, was not racist, <laughs> but but thought like Bill Cosby was like uh like His too spidey sense was tingling. Yeah, I think so. Where he was just like, 
He was like, nah, this guy's like too up on his high horse about everything. Uh, yeah. Like too telling everybody else how they should <laughs> how they should be living. And, the pound cake speech. Yeah, pull your pants up. He was mm-hmm. like, nah, this guy's like a, what's the term? Not a hypocrite. Sanctimonious? Yeah, like sanctimonious. He was yeah. like, he, yeah, I think he just always had a spidey sense about like somebody that has this much concern for how everybody else is living their life is Yay. there's something else going on in his life. Like, and, and especially somebody like that that's out there portraying himself as perfect. Yeah. And then is like, oh, I have an honorary doctor. Yeah, and pretend, now I'm going to make, make people call, me, call doctor. me doctor. Yeah. It's like, uh. And meanwhile, the writers on his show were writing his, uh, like, whatever t- stuff he had to do, like the nominal. Oh, speeches uh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Bill Cosby, a bad man. Yeah. He seems to be thriving in prison, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Everybody's prison- Everybody's pants are pulled all the way up. <laughs> they have to be. He's gotten through to them. But also, like, if you're in prison, prison sucks. There's a celebrity of any type in prison, I would be like, hey, I'm going to go- uh, That guy's going to have way better stories Yeah. about, you know, I don't know, Webster or whatever than like- Yeah, but do you think uh, Bill Cosby's like, yeah, you're in here because you deserve to be in here because you, you didn't live He's right. He's smart enough to keep that shit to himself. Yeah. He thinks that 100%. Yeah. But he I mean, no, because like, that's what he yeah. said yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in public. Yeah. But I mean, he was a slippery guy. Like he, I'm, he knows not to say that to somebody's face. Hmm. Because they'll uh, cut his throat. <laughs> Man, that would be crazy if yeah. Bill Cosby got murdered in jail. I hope I, I don't want that to happen. He's a bad man, but uh, nobody should get to... murdered. Yeah. Anyway. Even in a way where it looks like they committed suicide. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>